Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hudson Family has four kids and two options for a new home. Number one checks a lot of boxes. It's big, close to work. Private tennis court. Number two was kind of cramped, and that old barn was clearly haunted. But it has one gig internet with AT&T Fiber, so plenty of bandwidth and unlimited data for us to stream 4K movies while Billy games. Tina video chats, and Andrew and Maddie can do homework. HBO Max. Good point, Ghost. AT&T Fiber comes with HBO Max included. Looks like the Hudsons are bypassing the commuter's paradise to go with one gig internet with AT&T Fiber. And a fun new guest. Get super fast entertainment grade internet with AT&T Fiber. Now with the limited data included. Find out how to get one gig internet for $49.99 a month for a year. Limited availability in select areas. Call 1-877-ONLY-ATT. Download max typically 940 megabits per second. Speeds not guaranteed. Vary. $10 per month equipment fee applies. Compatible device and online account registration required for HBO Max access. New residential ATT Fiber customers only. Other charges and restrictions apply. Visit att.com slash ATT Fiber for details. Welcome to the Undead Walking Podcast, part of the Fansided Podcast Network. Now, please welcome your host, Sarah Beth Pollock. Hey everyone, welcome to another edition of the Undead Walking Podcast podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Beth Pollock, and I'm here with my awesome co-host, Adam B. Carlson. Say hi, Adam. Hey, how's it going? First time on the podcast here, and honestly, I'm a little excited to talk about The Walking Dead with Sarah Beth here. Yeah, we're, it's, it's going to be fun. This is our, our it, it's like a second debut, since our first debut was, uh, was our interview with Coleman Domingo and our exclusive uh, video launch which was awesome and so this is our first time doing our co-hosted thing so this is what fans can expect most of the time and uh then we'll have interviews throughout so so yeah it's gonna be me and adam i don't know what our team would be because my name makes it hard to have like a adam yeah it's, it's hard to join the names together yeah <laughs> adamabeth <laughs> poor beth seratum we can do that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll figure it out as we go, right? <laughs> For sure. So, um, so yeah. So we were actually, I, we were, uh, we were just chatting before we got started, and I think it's, I think it would be a fun thing to kind of talk about it before we get into the our scheduled conversation. But I think it's kind of neat that um, Adam and I both have, we, we share a love for the Walking Dead universe, but we have different opinions every now and then. And I think that's going to be an interesting dynamic for our, our podcast. It's true, especially on a couple of different topics. We are quite wide apart in our opinions and it should be fun to discuss those with you. And hopefully we'll get a little bit of feedback from listeners as to what they think about what we have to say about the different topics. And uh, maybe they see a little bit of my side, a little bit of your side. And it'll be interesting to see how much we compromise too. Uh, on these topics. So uh, this is something to look forward to. And I always enjoy a nice little debate. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, that, that brings me to, um, 
to another thing, like we definitely want to hear from fans. And so if you have any questions or comments or things that you want us to talk about, um, feel free to, to leave us a message. You know, you can hit us up on the Undead Walking Socials. Um, you can obviously review our podcast and leave a question in the review and we'd be happy to jump to it and, and, um, and talk about it on our next podcast. So make sure, you know, this is, this is a podcast by fans for fans. So, you know, definitely feel like this is your podcast too. We're just, we're just here speaking and uh, we'll be your voices. Yeah. We're fans just like you are. We love the show, the movies, the, well, the upcoming movies, the comics, the games, everything. So just remember, we're a part of the same universe as you are. And we're seeing the same things as you. And we're reacting to the same things you are. It might not be the same reactions. might not be the same love and hate. But overall, it's all the Walking Dead family. And honestly, one thing I'd love to see happen is for that Walking Dead family to tighten up a little bit and come together a little bit more. So hopefully that's something that can happen. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, even if we have to be like the United Nations and, and kind of uh, <laughs> and show everybody that we can disagree, but we can do it civilly. I promise I won't yell. I've been told that my yelling is terrifying. <laughs> I've probably yelled three times in the past five years, and each time it's gotten quite a reaction. So I'll, I'll try not to yell. I've always been more of a powder, so thankfully this is a podcast and not a video podcast because uh, <laughs> I just tend to pout, so no one's going to know if I'm pouting or not. <laughs> See, if this was a video podcast, we'd already have five stars because of this face of mine. This is a five-star face right here. <laughs> I think it's worth noting, too, that uh, I, you know, we've been working together for, what, four years now? And this yeah. is the first time, this is the, our first conversation, like, not face to online. face sort of yeah yeah <laughs> so we're recording this on video so we're actually talking to each other right now but you're gonna hear you're gonna be hearing us obviously so so yeah this is a, a many one of first of many firsts i guess so it's, it's yeah it's absolutely fun but but yeah he, adam has a very impressive collection of hair oh yeah i've been growing it for a little while and <laughs> i don't see it going anywhere anytime soon yeah well but that's <laughs> It, it kind of, I mean, that's like your brand now, like, cause it, even your avatar, like that's your, uh, you've got it's it. It's true. <laughs> even if I wanted to cut it, I'd have to change everything on socials. It's not worth it. Yeah. That's just, that's just too much. That's, that's way too much. <laughs> well, one thing that, uh, one thing that you mentioned and, you know, I, I think I've always made a, a point to say that I have not started. I've, I've kind of dabbled in the comics, but Adam is our comic book aficionado and he knows everything about the comics and uh you got some really excited exciting news this past weekend from skybound right adam i did i was watching the skybound Ex expo that was on uh it was streaming on youtube and facebook live and i was hoping for a bigger announcement on skybound expo but since it was with comic with uh, comic-con at home coming up and there being i don't know not a lot of hype so far for the Skybound Expo. I was wondering if it was going to be something where it was not a lot of information shared, but uh, comic book collectors got a really big, big announcement. And I know that I'm going to have to spend a lot of money on this, so I don't know how many other comic collectors are, but the Walking Dead Deluxe was announced. Uh, 
It is a colorized version of the current Walking Dead comics. Two issues will come out each month, so they're going to be coming pretty rapid fire. So if you're collecting, you better get on it. And if you already have read the comics and a colorized version of the comics isn't for you, the thing that is another big sell for the Walking Dead Deluxe is the cutting room floor. Each issue, they're going to be including a little bit, some tidbits about what was going to happen in the original issue before rewrites and seeing how the things changed as it went to print. And to me, that alone is worth the price of the comic book each month to see how Robert Kirkman had things planned out, but kind of decided against because uh, comic book readers already know that Robert Kirkman was going to kill off Negan in the comics. That was going to happen. Uh, He had a lot of plans that changed over time. That was one of the bigger ones. And I'm really curious what other characters were on the chopping block earlier in the comics or uh, if certain storylines are planned to end sooner and just ended up being stretched out a bit because they were successful or getting a really good reception from readers or uh, (laughs) I guess that's not so much of a, a thing because Robert Kirkman has no problem killing off fan favorite characters. So I I don't know, but to me that cutting room floor is the main feature and I can't wait to check that out. Well, you know, it's funny because I, um, so I, as soon as they announced Negan lives number one, that one shot a couple weeks ago, I called my local comic shop and I I put down my name and, and um, not ironically, well, actually it was very ironic. Um, I had signed up for, I had added the Walking Dead comic to my pull list for the episode, the issue before the final issue. That was when I had made the decision. And then they were like, well, yeah, this is the final issue. No more pull list. So that was, that was kind of funny, but I'm actually excited because I think that this is going to be a really good way for fans who haven't experienced the comic books to discover them and, and to get in on the excitement. Because if you haven't gotten into them yet, you know, like, like I haven't, which is kind of by design because I wanted to be able to see the story, you know, on, on the show unfold kind of organically without, you know, hearing like, this is what happened and this is what didn't happen. Like I, I kind of, that's a hard one for me. Um, But I'm actually thinking that a lot of people might jump into this and say like, Hey, like now I'm going to get started reading the comics and get excited about the comics where I wasn't, you know, you might not have been before. So I think it's, it's really I think it's a smart move by Skybound and, and um, I think I think they're opening the door for maybe some more one shots and exp- you know like like you say like Robert Kirkman is known for making interesting decisions and and um, you know he could he could do a series of one shots on characters that didn't have a large story or things that he would have liked to have done kind of like an alternate reality you know which is something that Marvel and DC do all the time. I know one of the things that he says he gets approached about a lot is creating a comic book side story for Daryl and Merle. Ooh. And I don't know if that's something that he'd ever seriously consider, but it is something that I think fans would be very interested in. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you know, that's the thing. That's what's so interesting is, is that, you know, here we're launching this podcast and the show, the main show is 10 seasons you know, in the bag. And it's like, there's still so much of this, this, 
show to explore in this universe that they've created. So even if the main show starts wrapping up, which I, I don't think is going to happen anytime soon, no. personally, but there's this massive universe between the comics and games. And I mean, there, there's all kinds of things, all kinds of possible things that they could cover. Yeah, you've got people clamoring for more information about what happens with Clementine and RJ. Uh, you've got people that are interested in some of the other characters like Javier from the comics or from the Skybound and uh, Telltale games. The, there are really limitless possibilities as to what they could do to not only expand upon the current story of the Walking Dead universe, but to add to it with new characters. The idea that they had when they started the Telltale games uh, was, it's a tough one. Adding a new character or two to the lore of The Walking Dead and trying to have fans accept those characters, that's tough. That's a massive challenge. The fact they were able to get Lee and Clementine so embraced by an audience, is it says a lot for their ability to tell stories. And if they can create some more of that, have some more fan favorite characters, because let's be honest, we all have our favorite characters on The Walking Dead. We all have our favorite characters on Fear the Walking Dead. Uh, We're just currently getting introduced to some of the characters on World Beyond. But we all have those ties to characters, Mm -hmm. some stronger than others, uh, some we don't care about very much at all. And I think that that's one of the really cool things about what Robert Kirkman does is he takes these characters that are underutilized and can make them rise up. I remember how even Enid in The Walking Dead when she made her debut, everyone thought she was a spy. Nobody trusted her. And over her time on the show, you watched her character evolve, and fans really got to like her. And uh, she became a medical professional, and she got a boyfriend, and people really started to get attached to her. And, and that is some of the magic of the Walking Dead storytelling. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, it's, it's funny you mention that because, um, <clears throat> obviously, this weekend is – comic-con at home right and uh this will be a first chance for so many fans to see the the cast after several months and they're going to learn about you know new cast members that are going to be announced and mm-hmm. um you know in world beyond which i have to say well i think we'll probably cover this in a future podcast but um i was fortunate enough to to go visit the set and i have to say that i thought I was not impressed by the first trailer. I'll be honest. Um, I am see, the first trailer, I loved it. Yeah, see, <laughs> I, I was like, oh man, I don't, I don't know what's going on with this. Like, I don't know if, if, I, if I see it. But then when I got the, the bigger picture and then the second trailer came out and then with having been to the set and having heard the story and I've, I've seen the pilot episode, so I, I, I have that and I have to be careful because I don't want to reveal anything but um it's not it's not what I thought it was and it's it has the potential to do some stuff that we have not seen before and I'm really excited and I I just hope that people give it a chance because like you say it's you know we're all kind of set in our ways and it's it's hard to sometimes forget or you know it's hard to remember I should say that it's you know it's a universe and so just like in Star Trek and Star Wars, there's, you know, you've got the, 
the Millennium Falcon or the Enterprise, and that's where the, the bulk of the action is. But there's a whole universe out there to explore. Yeah. And you want, you know, some people really get into those stories. And I think this is a chance to kind of see that, you know, there's, there's a bigger world out there. And um, so, yeah, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm really excited about this. And I, I really hope that, that it really takes off, even though it's, you know, with World Beyond, it's only a limited series. But I, I have a feeling that this is, I have a feeling that World Beyond could be similar to what they're doing in the comics, where this might just be the launching point for more stories that kind of evolved from that show. And maybe that's why they have it set for two seasons. They might maybe run it like a, you know, like a one shot, like have some limited, I don't know, limited series or, you know, a special. I was considering that as well. When I heard it was only two seasons, I, I was kind of disappointed because uh, some of my favorite horror actors were cast in that show. And I was interested to see how those characters would adapt to being in the walking dead universe. But as I kind of went on, I got a little bit more attached to wondering what was going on with these characters and how it would change things in the future. And I started wondering if these two seasons of World Beyond were going to not only expand upon the story, but maybe fracture it into, I don't want to say another show, but it's another possibility but another show or maybe another movie or just using it to set things up. Yeah. And I, I think that as long as fans have the patience to enjoy these stories, maybe get attached to a character or two along the way, it could really pay off in the long run. And uh, I would love to see another show from AMC in the walking dead universe, get the kind of attention the flagship show does. It's going to be tough to have happen because as a, as a, we all know, the Walking Dead just took off with a bang and had a worldwide phenomenon. And at its peak, it was getting 12, 13 million viewers each episode. And those kind of days are probably gone as far as ratings go for a show to even get anywhere near those numbers on a regular basis, especially an episodic show. But I could see more programming on the horizon, whether it's a spinoff from world beyond or whether it's the walking dead kind of taking a look at characters who may have gone their own path. And it's an exciting time to be a fan of the walking dead because right now none of us really know anything. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's absolutely true. We don't, I mean, there, there's so many different possibilities of what could happen. Um, I also went to the Fear the Walking Dead set back in February. That was actually the last time I, I left on a trip. That was I, I actually funny story. Um, I got I was telling my mom, I said, you know, I don't know if I should go on this trip or not to Austin because it was February. And like you, you hear these things about this virus in, in Asia. And I'm like, I don't know about this. So I had my wipes and everything. And I was wiping down my plane seat. And I was I mean, I was kind of paranoid. And then a couple weeks later, they shut everything down so it was, it was that was the last thing i did before all of this happened um but you know there there's another one where you sit and i i, I look at what i think is going to happen and there's so many exciting possibilities with these characters and these shows and i i i look at shows like doctor who where you have characters that are meant to be uh you know they 
like the doctor is the same, the, the doctor character is the same, but the actor changes. So for the past 50 something years, like they have this character who isn't is stuck with one actor. They, they change it periodically. And then the, the people who travel around also change with each new, each new actor who plays the doctor. And I kind of think there's something to that because after a while, I mean, you have to feel, you have to feel sympathetic to actors who don't want to be stuck on a show for 10, 15 years. Some do, yeah. some don't, you know, like that's some do and some don't. And I think that's important. And what I have to say though, is I, I do admire that, that the walking dead and AMC really seems to allow the cast members to do other projects. So that allows them to be, um, you know, constantly doing different things. And obviously we have some really talented cast members who are, who are doing, um, you know, doing other projects so they can keep it fresh. Like they don't feel like they're locked to one show. Um, you know, so that's interesting too, but there's, there's definitely a lot of possibility there between all of the shows. And even if, you know, even if you lose characters, I mean, look at, you know, Kim Dickens and, and the character of Madison, like that was a hugely divisive move to get rid of a character like that. But like, getting rid of Rick, you know, or when Rick left, I mean, look at what's happened to the walking dead since Rick has left, you know, like, so you could, it's, it's a bold move and it pays off sometimes. And sometimes it doesn't, but it opens up a world of possibilities that weren't there before when you have, you know, kind of a shift in characters. You've also got that tough situation of when actors no longer really want to be in a project. Uh, we saw that with Tom Payne who felt that Jesus was underutilized and, oh. He got his exit, and uh, he went on to do some great things, Prodigal Son. Uh, you've got Frank Delane on Fear the Walking Dead, who had a really interesting character in, in Nick Clark. And uh, that exit, too, was one that just absolutely shocked viewers and mm -hmm. uh, just didn't see it coming because he was such a feature of the show. So much time was spent exploring him and his relationships. And uh, Jesus had big story arcs coming up from the comics that, who knows, may have been for him, may have been... Uh, written for someone else, it's it's tough to know. But yeah. the fact that AMC can adapt and they don't have to follow a certain storyline. Uh, for example, can you imagine if The Walking Dead for, for season 11, they changed the entire story from the comics and the group that Eugene and Yumiko and them met in the comics was not the group that they come across on the TV show? It's It's an entire possibility. Absolutely. Anything because we've already now. seen the weird Georgie interaction, and we don't know if that's the Commonwealth. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I mean, the, we're at a point in The Walking Dead where every show has so many question marks for the future. And, well, The Walking Dead has the sort of loose guideline of the comics. The more the show goes on, the further it's going to deviate from that. And as we keep going, I expect to see it deviate even further. Absolutely. And I think, I, I think that makes for some of the more exciting things because there's nothing like being a fan and, you know, I mean, we, you know, Adam, you and I read the comments, we know what people say and we, yeah. you know, and, and I think we're all sympathetic to when people don't get what they want. I mean, you know, you can't help but feel sorry for people who wanted things to go a different way, even right. if, it's, you know, even if you get what you want, you know, someone else isn't getting what they want. So you know, when Ezekiel didn't die, some people were thrilled. Some people weren't. Right. You know, I mean, every, every decision 
you know, AMC has to do a very delicate balancing act with that. But it's so much fun when they can catch us off guard. You know, like that's that's what's nice about not, you know, I'm I'm a big uh, I'm a big person in terms of not liking spoilers. Like I, I don't want spoilers. Right. Um, spoilers in the sense that I don't want to know what should have happened or should be happening. And if that means I don't read the comic books or if I stay two or three years behind in comic books, then, then so be it. Like I'll, I'll read them eventually, but I like the idea of, of being able to come, come into something and not know that X, Y, and Z is supposed to happen next. And I think that's, what's so interesting about shows like world beyond and fear the walking dead is that it gives you that possibility of, of, well, we can create our own rules and we don't have to, to live by this. And I think that now Angela Kang is, is uniquely positioned at a point in the show where she can deviate even more than I think, you know, would have happened two or three seasons ago. And, you know, I, I think that's great. The more, the more the merrier as far as I'm concerned. Uh, you brought up Angela King, and I th- think it's really interesting that ever since she took over the show, we've seen a lot stronger fan connection to the show than ever before. Uh, characters have gotten developed in interesting ways. And honestly, she's kind of earned my trust as far as if something happens on the show that I don't really care for, I'm more than willing to be a little bit more patient to watch the story develop and see where it's heading rather than just blindly question it and get mad and frustrated. Uh, The fact that a fan of the show is kind of headlining the show really makes me feel comfortable. Absolutely. And I think, I think that speaks volumes to what they're doing with world beyond too, because obviously Matt Negretti was a writer on the walking dead and he worked with Angela Kang. So that's going to be a really interesting thing to have her influence you know, her, her influence in terms of being, you know, former co-workers, um, you know, you have somebody who, who loves the story and, and um, you know, and that's, that's not to say that, that the same isn't the, the case for Fear the Walking Dead, but it's, it's a different, it's a different show. And I think, I, I think that that'll be a fun conversation for another time because i think yeah we will shave the conversation with the the fear the walking dead showrunners for another episode because that's that could be a longer one yes yes but i think it's an absolutely relevant uh relevant story and i think i think that there's there's a lot to be said there but it but again it just it it just kind of shows like the different voices and the different uh perspectives in terms of of direction that each show has and what they're trying to do and i think that's uh you know, for as, as much as I, I think a lot of people have, have felt that they're trying to push Fear the Walking Dead closer to the Walking Dead, but the Walking Dead is trying to push farther away from the, the source material. And so it's everything's kind of going in this weird direction. And then you have World Beyond, which I think is probably the most interesting one of all. And, and, and that's why I really hope they talk about, I hope there's some new footage or some new insight at this panel this week, because they're the ones that could really unify everything. If they want to go for unification of all of the shows or to show a larger universe, they're the ones that have the power to do that. They're the ones that can link the Rick Grimes movies. They're the ones that could link fear. I mean, we, we know there's helicopters. We've seen helicopters in all of the shows. Like there, there's so many possibilities and world beyond really has the, the, 
the wherewithal to, to do a lot and to shake up this universe. It's funny because if you're not a fan of The Walking Dead, you'll look at these three shows on your, on your line whenever you see an article about them or whatever, and you'll think, oh, it's just a zombie show. But once you start watching them, you realize that they all have their very distinct feels to them. Mm-hmm. And they all have such a different tone. And it's not just the cast. It's not just the storyline. AMC is doing this on purpose to try to not only expand their viewership, but to keep the storylines and everything fresh. And I'm personally really excited for World Beyond because I enjoyed the early seasons of Fear of the Walking Dead because they were so fresh to me. I hadn't seen anything like that on on The Walking Dead, and to be able to experience that was so much fun. And I think World Beyond has the same opportunity to do that. And uh, for fans of zombie shows, sure, it's something very different that you can tune into. Maybe you'll like it, maybe you won't. Either way, that's okay. Yeah. Yeah, and, and, you know, I I think that there's a whole lot you can say about, I mean, yeah, there's zombies, but there's a lot about human nature and what it is to be good and evil and I mean, there's there's a lot going on in those stories and and you know whether you're a fan of the zombies genre or not or not there's there's a lot to offer everybody so so yeah they like like we say like here we are 10 years after the the premiere of the walking dead and we're starting a podcast and we have no end of things to talk about so oh, absolutely not it's very exciting um you know and so i think uh I think it's going to be really interesting this week to see what, what they come up with. Cause obviously 2020 has kind of dealt a huge blow to, to everybody, to everything, to every industry, every, every facet of life. And certainly in Hollywood, um, you know, there, there's a lot, the industry has just been impacted uh, so heavily by, you know, the filming restrictions and things that are happening. So, this will be the first year we don't have a, a trailer for season 11 for the new season of the walking dead. And there won't be any footage because there hasn't been any filming. Right. Um, Hoping for some casting announcements. Yes. Fingers crossed. Yes. There should be some casting announcements. Um, I would put money on hearing some casting announcements for fear the walking dead. I think I could say that safely <laughs> <laughs> and not get in any trouble. Um, you know that makes that makes sense and and you know what i'm interested in seeing though is i'm interested because i've done a lot of speculation you've heard speculation um there was some stuff that came out uh, a couple days ago or within the past few days because leaks are always big around comic-con time so right. uh somebody's trying to speculate or, or to say that the, the the season finale might not air until november possibly january depending on how you read the date um i'm going to be interested to see if they keep the schedule the way that they said they would originally. So we saw the only time, the only indication of dates that we've had so far, the way they phrased it is the walking dead was coming later this year. Right. The walking dead, the trailer that they aired said this summer. Um, and summer isn't over until September 20th, 21st, technically. So that's worth noting. And then World Beyond, uh, in one of the AMC calls during, uh, during sweeps, or during upfronts back in May, they said that they would be coming in the fourth quarter. So that would right. be October. So with that in mind, those are the only, that's the only thing that we've heard so far. But I'm kind of wondering if 
they're going to stick to that or if they're going to switch things around. If we're still going to get fear, it seems like fear would have to come first in that model. Um, they could even announce a debut as early as this weekend, maybe next weekend, if that's if, if they wanted to. Um, my personal concern, the closer we get to, to Friday and, and all of the panels, my personal fear, if you will, is that because we haven't started filming, I think when this all started back in April or, you know, when April came around and they said, we're not going to have the season finale, what I think people thought because the writer's room was still going and they've written all the scripts for season 11. I thought they, I think they thought they would be filming again by now. So I'm starting to get a little worried about maybe not getting all episodes of fear six a and getting all of the episodes of world beyond first season. There's 10 episodes there. I think they might split them. Now I'm starting to, I'm starting to think AMC might be getting a little worried because they're not going to have any content in 2021. Right, they're going to have to stretch that out, stretch out what they have, and yeah. so we're not going to see like uh, the finale for season ten of The Walking Dead leading into World Beyond. We might not see that. Yeah, it could be a few weeks in between. I mean, there, if you know, it, there's there's little benchmarks that I think fans are kind of you know we're kind of accustomed to. Like they they tend to bow uh, first week of December, you know, when it's Walking Dead. So they start in September, October, and then go eight episodes, and then end right before Christmas. I don't know, like maybe they'll, maybe they'll finish early. Like they might save five episodes of, of world beyond for next season, like, or for next year. Um, Cause yeah, they are going to have to spread out this content. Otherwise we're going to be in a similar situation where fans are just drooling for new content, new zombie show, and they just don't have anything that they can put out. Yeah. Yeah. And from, from my calculations, if my calculations are correct, um, <laughs> we have, we have uh, 1016, so we have season 10 finale. Then we have either, we have somewhere in the neighborhood of six to eight episodes of fear because we're not clear on whether or not they finished all eight episodes of 6A before the shutdown happened. It happened right at the, the kind of hiatus break. And so they may not have been done with filming at that point. And then we know that there was a little bit of work that needed to be done on the back end of uh, world beyonds first season but by those numbers that would be anywhere from about 15 or say 17 to 19 episodes of television if they ran them straight through from like mid-august to december it would be an episode every week um but i, I i'm starting to think that's not going to happen i'm starting to think they're going to break it up as much as they can and space yeah. it out and take their time and you know i know that's going to be frustrating for fans and and i get it um, I'm hoping, um, I, I just wrote an article about this the other day before, before Skybound Expo, incidentally, I was, I was sitting up late at night as I usually do. And I thought they don't have the same filming restrictions in the UK that they have here. So maybe they could get a jump start on the Rick Grimes movies because they could go film with Andy Lincoln in the UK and have a, a UK based film production team there and maybe get some of the filming underway because they can't film here. So maybe, I mean, the, the, that might be the silver lining is that they may be able to work on things that they weren't gonna be able to do originally right away, but we'll see. We'll see, we'll see what they, we'll see what they say. We, it, anything could happen this Friday. We've got three hours of announcements. 
yeah, all the three panels are kind of stacked on top of each other. So it's going to be a great time for fans to just throw that on their TV and watch and see what's going on. But yeah, I wouldn't expect too many massive announcements, but I think that we're going to get a window for the Walking Dead finale because with Angela King's promise that it will be discussed, uh, I think that she's going to have to say something. I don't know if it's going to be a finite date. It might be a range, a window for some range that they might be able to show it. And uh, of course, Fear the Walking Dead, that I'm expecting some sort of announcement, maybe a finite date on that. I don't know. But I think that right now the thing that people are waiting on the most are the dates and the casting announcements. And honestly, it's it's been getting a touch obnoxious on social media with with people that are being impatient about this. And I understand that a lot of people don't really feel like the post-processing of episodes is something that takes a long time or that you need a special facility for. But these are th- real things. And if you were to try to put somebody in there before things are ready, you might be putting some people in danger. And that's not something that anybody wants to see happen. So, yeah, let's try to be a little bit patient with our Walking Dead content. We know it's going to come. We don't know when. We just kind of got to be patient. Yeah, I think that's you're exactly right. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's hard to be patient, but we are actually very fortunate as a fandom because there are at least 17 to possibly 19 episodes that have been shot they're done. They're going to come out. And well, not only that, but we've got other great content as well from The Walking Dead. Uh, Friday oh, yeah. Night In with the Morgans. The, the opportunity great. for that to come along has been a real blessing for fans of The Walking Dead and fans of Jeffrey Dean Morgan mm-hmm. because that, that's an excellent program. Uh, we've seen, uh, what is it, Brunch with Coleman Domingo? Yeah, Bottomless Brunch. And that's Bottomless coming Brunch. Back. They, AMC just extended that yesterday, so they're going to be bringing back more episodes. And we've seen Karen David do her... Uh, tea, tea with yes. Karen. Tea with which, Karen, and yeah, and you know, and uh, Denai Garcia just announced yesterday that her production company is going to be producing some uh, some original content. She's been doing a, a Instagram live every Monday, Wednesday, Friday. So, um, so she's doing something, and so we've actually really we've lucked out. But uh, the, the reality is, is that a lot of TV shows are not even even so. Full disclosure, I'm in, I'm in Southern California, and, uh, you know, so I, I know what's going on in, in terms of, of production and, and companies and, and working restrictions, and um, the governor had lifted the restrictions on, on getting back to work back in June, and I can tell you that nobody did. Um, that was something that didn't happen, and, and there's a, there were still a lot of questions at that time, and now things are actually worse in L.A., so there are a lot of a lot of productions that will not start filming again for their new seasons. They've already they've already had their season finales. They will not start filming until 2021 at the earliest. And so we're very fortunate to have as much content as we do. You know, we have between the comics and being able to, to buy humble bundles of, of old games and support, you know, awesome, awesome causes and uh, you know, and knowing that we have, we have new episodes coming and we are, we are, there is a silver lining and it is that. 
So. Um, I, I just hope that, like I said, people can be patient and let it come to them at a pace that is not only safe, but entertaining. And uh, in the meantime, stay with your family, love your family, do what you can. Uh, zombie shows can come and go and hopefully they'll come soon, but not too soon. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I think this is a, this is a good, a good point. We wanted to preview kind of what was coming up and I think we've kind of gone through all of that. Um, we'll be back to talk about everything that happened um, as soon as it happens. So um, you can expect another episode on Sunday. Um, we're going to try and do these on Sundays and Wednesdays with some bonus content. So this is our bonus episode. So if you haven't figured that out, this is our bonus episode. I'm the and, bonus uh, right yeah, here. We're in, we're in the bonus. This is our second, second premiere. And <laughs> uh, yeah, so we're just, we're just going to keep the party rolling. Um, if you want to watch all of the panels at Comic-Con, uh, you can go on to the Undead Walking website and we have complete guides to, and with links of how to watch and the times and the cast members and everything that we know and everything that we're hoping for. Uh, we have guides for all of the shows. So Fear, Fear the Walking Dead, The Walking Dead World Beyond. We have them for the Robert Kirkman panels because he'll be doing two panels um, over the weekend. So there might be, new, be even more news uh, coming with that. And then there's also some other really cool zombie content on Friday. It's like zombie day on Friday uh, with a um, George, a. George Romero. a. Romero panel. Yeah. Yeah, that's going to be great. And then there's going to be a Max Brooks uh, kind of pandemic and zombies panel. So, I love the zombie survival guide. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's going to be, that's going to be one of the, uh, one of the most talked about panels, I think. So it's, it's, life imitating art imitating life it's going to be great it is and uh friday is going to be the day you're going to want to be glued to the convention uh but of course there's going to be great content throughout the entire show uh depending on what you're into personally i'm not big on superheroes but i know that you superhero people are going to have a lot that you want to check out uh personally i'm probably just going to be tuning in for the, the walking dead stuff but don't tell everybody else <laughs> Your secret's safe with me. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and as always, um, you can find complete full coverage. We've got our whole team working on it, and so we'll be bringing you all of the uh, all of the news, uh, breaking down every all of the news, speculating about what it means, and uh, offering our opinions. And um, and yeah, if you are interested in joining our team, that's uh, you know we are always looking for different voices and. You know, as Adam and I have said, like, we don't even agree on everything. So it's, it, if you don't hear your opinion being represented, then the best way to get it represented is to join our team. And, and you can find all of that information on the Undead Walking website. And we would love to have your voice as part of our team. So, true. So yeah, I, uh, I think that just about does it. Do you have anything else for, for everybody at the end of our first episode here? Well, I do want to thank everyone for tuning in here. And I also do want to thank Sarah Beth. Uh, I know that Sarah Beth knows that I've been working on the Purple People podcast, covering the Minnesota Vikings over there for over eight years now. So I'm not a rookie when it comes to podcasts. But I do enjoy talking about what I'm passionate about. So having her invite me to come and talk about zombies with her and you guys, it's a real great thing, and I'm really honored. So thank you. Oh my pleasure and you know i when they said when they asked me if i had a, a co-host in mind there was nobody else 
mates that I would want as much as I would want Adam because Adam and I have been a team for four years now and they're not going to split us up yet. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's early though, because this is only our first episode. So hopefully they won't. (laughs) If they have a different team that comes back, then you'll know that something happened, but I think we're doing good so far. Fingers crossed. (laughs) Fingers crossed. Absolutely. So we're going to sign off now, everybody. And um, yeah, we'll, we'll talk to you in future episodes. Uh, And as always, thank you. And be sure to leave us a review, give us some stars, uh, send us some questions, send us some feedback, send us a tweet, give me a thumbs up. Yeah. Cat pictures. We take it all. We'll take. Oh, I love cat pictures. Yeah. So just we're, we are, uh, we'll take anything you have. So, so yeah. So that's uh, from Adam and I. We want to thank you and uh, remind you to stay safe, wash your hands, and watch out for those walkers. Bye, everybody. Awesome. Excellent. That was really fun. Hudson family has four kids and two options for a new home. Number one checks a lot of boxes. It's big, close to work. Private tennis court. Number two was kind of cramped, and that old barn was clearly haunted. But it has one gig internet with AT&T fiber, so plenty of bandwidth and unlimited data for us to stream 4K movies while Billy games. Tina video chats, and Andrew and Maddie can do homework. HBO Max. Good point, Ghost. AT&T Fiber comes with HBO Max included. Looks like the Hudsons are bypassing the commuter's paradise to go with one gig internet with AT&T Fiber. And a fun new guest. Get super fast entertainment grade internet with AT&T Fiber. Now with the limited data included. Find out how to get one gig internet for $49.99 a month for a year. Limited availability in select areas. Call 1-877-ONLY-ATT. Download max typically 940 megabits per second. Speeds not guaranteed. Vary. $10 per month equipment fee applies. Compatible device and online account registration required for HBO Max access. New residential AT&T Fiber customers only. Other charges and restrictions apply. Visit att.com slash att Fiber for details. New to Medicare? Start now. Go to MyHealthPolicy.com to learn about some of the top-rated Medicare Advantage plans in your area, including plans for $0 a month in plan premiums, low out-of-pocket costs, and expansive provider networks. If you're thinking about a Medicare Advantage plan, MyHealthPolicy.com is a great place to go to find a plan that meets your needs. Learn more about your options. Even talk with a licensed insurance agent. MyHealthPolicy.com. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.